Well, good good morning, Palm Coast, Florida. How we doing today? Hope this finds you all very, very well. Things are very well on this end. I am uh, very, very thankful for this Sunday. Um, and thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Um, I've been getting some really cool feedback, folks. And, you know, this is all new to me, a golf show. I've never done a golf show before. Actually, that's a little bit of a – we did something years ago, but overall – individually this is the first time i've ever done a golf show so it's really good to hear some feedback and if you do listen and if you do have any suggestions i'm open ears email me find my email uh ptretner at pga.com and also if you need any help on your golf game obviously but uh, yes uh, i am paul tretner your local pga golf professional for 25 years and longtime resident i moved here in 1990 folks so if you're first-time listeners We've been doing a golf show here since March. It's been been really fun for me on my end. I've really had some some pretty cool guests on and so forth and got some great feedback. And my goal is to keep it local and Florida and even national at times. So, uh, um, yeah, 1990, man, it was fantastic. There was, uh, there was one or two traffic lights here on Palm Coast, folks. <laughs> That's different now, isn't it? And um, it was it was really cool. Thirty three years have gone by so fast; it's amazing. I was twenty two when I moved here, so uh, so all you uh, new Palm Coast residents, welcome. And there's so many great golf courses in this area; you'll get to find out. So, um, but anyway, uh, a little shout out. I want to give a shout out to uh, Grand Reserve Golf Course. Okay, Ray Peterson and Rick Herman. And I'm also going to mention Marsha Hayton. Marsha Hayton is on the crew there with Ray and with Rick along with, you know, 10 other people. I don't know if there's that strong of a, of a team or a crew this, this time. But anyway, what a great job on that golf course. Folks, if you haven't played Grand Reserve lately, they're redoing all the bunkers. The bunkers look great. It's not easy. It's hard work. Um, and, and Rick and Ray just stepped up to the plate and they really did a great job. The greens are looking great. I teach out there quite a bit. You know, we got a nice little driving range, a little aqua driving range out there. And a lot of people don't like the aqua driving range. Why? Because the golf balls float. We know that. So they're a little bit lighter and, but overall it's, it's a good little practice, uh, range. And, uh, you know, you know, when you're hitting the ball good or bad, you know, so, um, but anyway, so a little shout-out to Ray and Rick. Now, Marsha works out there at Grand Reserve, and I've known Marsha. When I was the head pro out at Pine Lakes, Marsha was a member. Her and her husband, Phil Hayton, great folks. Marsha does a great job on the golf course there, and she's one heck of a player, i got to tell you. So Marsha was our ladies' club champion for years at uh, Pine Lakes, and her golf game is still probably pretty darn good. So, Marsha, if you're listening, thanks for uh, your hard work out there, and hopefully your golf game is good. So, got no guests today. I'm riding solo today. So, uh, it's intentional. I wanted to get a message across uh, this week, and, uh, you know, last week I was solo as well, and uh, I talked about the local golf courses, and I don't know if there is a, a resort or a community with the best golf players and uh, designers that we have here in Palm Coast. 
So what do I mean by that? Look at Jack Nicholas. He's got Ocean Hammock, Grand Reserve, uh, Grand Haven. Uh, Grand Reserve is Bill Amick, who's done Halifax Plantation and Palm Harbor. Uh, that was the original architect for, for Grand Reserve. Um, then you've got the conservatory, Tom Watson. Then you've got Gary Player at Cypress Knoll. Then you've got Tom Fazio at Hammock Dunes Link Course, which is unbelievable. Reese Jones at the Creek Course. The Links and Creek Course are Hammock Dunes. Great, great uh, golf courses right there. So, uh, But outside, just outside of Palm Coast, check out these golf courses we have that we can go venture out and play. And what I wanted to get across, uh, there's a couple things on um, our latter part of this show. We're going to cover indoor instruction and indoor and how you can improve your golf game indoors. But that's later. I wanted to talk about the area golf course, Halifax Plantation, Riviera Country Club, Venetian Bay down in New Smyrna Beach. Go see Kenny Van Leuven down at Venetian Bay. Great guy. Kenny was a pillar as a golf pro here in Palm Coast for many years. Pelican Bay, you know, it's a shame all the courses that closed too, not to be negative, but if you look at the courses that have closed in the area, Indigo Lakes used to be a great golf course right off I-95 and 92. Tomoka Oaks used to be there in Ormond Beach. River Bend was another great golf course. In fact, Kenny Van Leuven, who's at Venetian Bay, he was over there at River Bend for many, many years. And then, of course, our pride and joy, Matanzas Woods closed down, you know, back in 08, 09, whatever it was, in that general time frame, uh, which hurt. You know, and there was another golf course many of you uh, don't know, some of you do know, um, Donald Ross was from Scotland, and he has done some some of the best golf courses in the country. But anyway, he did a golf course in St. Augustine called Ponce de Leon Golf Course. It's gone. All 18 holes are gone. There's a community there. You know, the almighty dollar is tough on golf courses because the land is so valuable for homes, condos, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, um, I want to give one local course. I say local outside our local, outside of Palm Coast, is Palatka Golf Course, okay? Great history, 1925. If you're new to the area, if you're new to the show, Andy Hartz is the general manager. He, he leases the golf course from the city. It's municipal. It's a Donald Ross, 1925. Great. I was a head pro there for five years. Great group of individuals out there, the members, some great history out there. They have an amateur tournament out there called the Azalea, and it's every March. They have the senior and the regular Azalea. Really great golf there, too. In fact, a lot of people, a lot of amateurs that won that tournament went on to um, play for the PGA Tour. Um, Ruji Amada, gosh. There's so many of them. Um, I can't think of them right off the top of my head, but there's really some really, really great history there. So with that said, with a Palatka Golf Course, I want to give a shout-out to a friend of mine, to Mr. Ian Wilson. Ian Wilson is a longtime resident of Flagler County, went to FPC. I hired him, Andy and I hired him as our assistant at Palatka I don't know, 2014 maybe, 15, 16. He worked there for several years as our assistant. But, hey, check it out. So Ian left the golf business. Folks, the golf business getting involved is is a tough business to get involved. You know, the pay isn't great, so it's difficult. You know, it's a love of the game that we do it for. But, anyway, he wound up leaving the golf business, even though he's a great player, 
to go with Stonewood Cabinets right here off of 100. Roy and Ron Dixon own the company. Good friends of mine. Great folks. If you have any any bathrooms or anything you need redone, my wife and I, we just talked to Ian. We're going to have him redo our bathroom. Point is, he just won a tournament at Riviera Country Club. He shot two days, folks. Amateur. This is amateur now. He's been a member down at the Riviera. It's down in Ormond Beach, Holly Hill area. Great little golf course. If you haven't played it, put it on your to-do list. Go see Eric Myers. He's the head uh, head pro owner. But anyway, Ian did fantastic. He shot 72 Saturday, this past Saturday, and then 75 to win by two shots over his really good friend. Uh, well, I'm forgetting his name, but it really was, was a pretty good tournament. Ian is coming on the show. I spoke to him oh, about an hour ago, and he's, he's on his way up to Augusta. Uh, right now, just to to do some work, but he's going to come on the show. And uh, in t- with that said, I know Ian was a big FSU Florida State fan, and for all you Florida State football fans, I have uh, this kind of this is really funny. Actually, I don't know if y'all watching the FSU games, but if you are, there has been they're undefeated, they're seven and zero, but there has been a goldfish. That has been attached to the team. What do I mean? Well, someone brought this goldfish to this games and they started winning. Now the goldfish after each game has been in the locker room. The head coach has had this goldfish. And the goldfish is called Garnet. Garnet the goldfish. And it's really funny because this guy, his name is Jack, and he is related to my business partner. So Alex Gutterman, who's my business partner at Bright Homes, he says to me, hey, my brother-in-law has started this goldfish. And I just thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Folks, he's the guy at FSU that's dressed up in his suspenders, all dressed up in gold and red. <laughs> I never got that involved in, in fan experience. I, I, I really haven't. And But I just think it's really funny, comical that people do that and uh, just really comical. So point is uh, – and let me get his last name here – his last name is Jack Heinzek, and he actually is starting to sell. It's, a, it's an amazing story because all the players, I mean, here's, you know, all the FSU players got this goldfish in the locker room in a, in a plastic bag, and he survived seven games in seven weeks. It's just an amazing story. So look out for Garnet the goldfish at the FSU games. Even if you're not a fan, I've been watching just to see if the, if the goldfish comes out there. But anyway, funny, funny story there. Look, we're going to come back here in a minute. We're just going to take a, a two-minute break. So stick around. we got some Paul's positive, positive approaches to the game and some really cool stories. Don't you go nowhere. Stay right there. Want to flex your golf skills but don't have the time for a full 18 holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF. Welcome back to On the Green with Paul Tretner. I am Paul Tretner. 
Uh, so we left off with uh, Ian Wilson winning down at the Riviera Country Club down there in Holly Hill, Ormond Beach. Got to go play it. If you haven't played Riv, go play it. It's in great shape. But Ian was a huge FSU fan. And I, I linked on, I segued into the FSU with, uh, with Jack with the Garnet the Goldfish. So anyway, y'all got to watch uh, the FSU games for, for Garnet the Goldfish. I just thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Speaking of the Riviera Country Club, so next show, I am going to have results from me playing in a golf tournament over at the Riv. It's next Tuesday. So the next show that I have, I will give you my results. <laughs> it's it's kind of a fun tournament. It's not a real serious tournament. It is a – for anyone who's a 25-year PGA member. So there's only – there's going to be about 30 of us in the, in the tournament. But it's going to be fun. It's just going to be a blind draw. It's really uh, just kind of get together with, with us. And also to remember – um, Jan. Jan was the North Florida section, kind of the gal secretary that just did everything for us. And uh, Jan had passed away uh, a few weeks ago. And so we're going to have a nice memorial for Jan. And if you're, you know, a PJ member in North Florida section, you know, Jan very, very well. She was the gal that, you know, Put us down for tournaments if we wanted to play. If we had issues, she was always there to help us. So uh, rest in peace, Jan. Great gal. And we're going to remember you. And um, uh, this next Tuesday, got a nice little memorial for for Jan. She did so much for us. But anyway, um, so that will be next week. I'm going to play in that. And we're going to really try to play well and give you some good results. How about our veterans? If you're new to the show or if you've been listening to the show, I want to give a shout-out to our veterans. I am big on our veterans. As you may know, the PJ of America has got a really great initiative called PGA Hope, helping our patriots everywhere. I am presently um, – I went and got you know my certification. There is a teaching certification on how to teach – um, some disabled veterans. So I've got that, and uh, we're going to really put that to use. So with that said, if you are a veteran and you're listening, thank you very much for your service, A. B, if you ever need anything, if you ever want to get a group of guys together, um, let me know. Let's get 10 of you guys together. Let's have a nice little clinic. We can go out and play a few holes and have some fun. As many of you know, I, uh, three, four weeks ago, went up to Richmond, Virginia. I played in the Bone Frog Open. What is the Bone Frog Open? It is for fallen Navy SEALs. It was the most, uh, and I got the goosebumps right now. It was the most amazing tournament I've ever played in. And, folks, I've played in, I don't know, a thousand tournaments, a lot, a lot of tournaments. I've ran a lot of tournaments. And this was the most meaningful tournament I've ever played in. Um, just because they raise a lot of money for our veterans that have uh, sacrificed, the ultimate sacrifice. So uh, we thank you, thank you, thank you. Last year I did play in a Folds of Honor tournament in Kansas City, so I am a promoter big time of our veterans. I think you guys and gals uh, deserve more, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, Wounded Warriors as well. I used to run a tournament down at Pelican Bay for the Wounded Warriors, and man, the gratification you get – is is second to none. It really is. As an instructor, as uh, someone who cares about uh, about the military veterans, uh, it's really cool to see see uh, the guys and gals have fun 
and Wounded Warriors was one of the first. Um, I don't know if it was the first, so I don't want to speak out of turn, but it was definitely one of the earliest, um, you know, uh, fundraisers for our military veterans. So thank you for that. Okay, Paul's positive approaches. This is where we get into golf. Folks, here we go. Ready? Indoor training. Do you have a room in your home where you can use as a little golf area? All right. So I got to tell you the story. It was a couple years ago. My wife, we have a dining room that we never used. It was kind of a dining room that you would walk through to get to the other side of the home. Not that we have like a big home, but it was one of those dining rooms that was awkward. So my wife says, why don't you and PJ, my son, who's a big baseball guy, as you probably know, use it as a Yankee room because I'm a New York Yankee fan. Unfortunately, lately, Aaron Boone, you got to go, but that's a whole nother topic. Uh, Hey, so I made this room into a sports room. And let me tell you how much it's excellent. It's useful. You know, the dining room we use two times a year. So you got to get your wife into a very good mood, guys, <laughs> and you got to ask her about that room that you can utilize and make, you know, a useful room for it. But anyway, the reason I say this is there's been a lot of attention to the first 12 inches of your backswing. Folks, the first 12 inches of your backswing is so important. If you mess that up, then you're probably messed up the rest of your golf swing, if that makes sense. So a lot of indoor training you can do. Please make sure that your dogs, your cats, okay, really I'm stating the obvious, but uh, make sure that you're clear to go when you swing. But, you know, you don't even have to swing full swings. That's what I'm getting at. Look here. There's no secret. I've been telling it. uh, I'm playing some of my best golf at the age of 55. Honest. I'm not exaggerating. Uh, I'm hitting the ball further. Because of my shoulder rotation, I don't want to get too deep into it. There's a couple mental things that I'm thinking about that's really improving my game quite a bit. And I directly relate that to indoor working. For example, 9 o'clock at night, I'm watching a show, the commercial comes on. Maybe I'll grab a club and I'll just try to feel you know, the first couple feet on my, on my backswing. I'm telling you right now, it's helped me. So I think it can help you. And I would... I would Venture to say that I would almost guarantee that it's got to help you a little bit. Putting and chipping is also such an easy thing to practice indoors. There is a tool out there, a teaching aid called the hitting bag. If you're a golfer, look it up. Hitting bag. All it is is a bag. You put your old golf shirts in. You need like 20 old golf shirts. Many of us golfers have 50 golf shirts in our closet. (laughs) So you could probably find some you don't use. You fill it up with that, and basically that bag is where you want to hit. And it's not for, per se, a full swing, but it's for the impact zone. It's for the impact zone. And what is the impact zone? Well, the impact zone happens to be one of the most important parts to the swing. When we look at – let's look at the LPGA right now. So most of the LPGA, majority of them right now, you know, they may be, I don't know, you know, they're five foot five, let's just say, and 120 pounds, these gals, and they're hitting the ball 275 yards. Well, how do they do that? How do they do that? The answer is club head speed. Okay, that's the first answer. It's physics. Okay, how do they build the club head speed then is the next question. It's a couple things. 
A, they're relaxed on their grip pressure, so they're able to build club head speed, folks. If your hands are tight on the grip, you're not going to build as much club head speed, okay? So they're relaxed. A, B, they have a huge extension. That means that their left arm is is really straight. They hinge their wrists and they rotate their shoulders 100%. Then they're so confident because they practice much more than we do. So please don't try to keep your expectations to, um, you know, to the LPGA or any good player for that matter. Uh, But the, you know, the impact zone is from your hip to hip. And that's where these gals generate a majority of the club head speed. So folks, from your, when on your downswing, from your hip to impact to your hip on the other side, that is what's called the moment of truth. That's where we release our hands and we generate club head speed and square the club face up. So hugely important, folks, on that. But what I really wanted to kind of relay on this is that, look, we can utilize our time in the evening or any time during, during the day you're indoors. Um, I do it at night. I work during the day. I'm at night. I'm watching a program. I got a, a second. I'll go kind of swing a club for a couple couple minutes. I'll chip. I'll putt. So, um, I don't know. I just, every little bit we can get with this game is going to benefit us. And, uh, you know, I just know for a fact that the first 12 inches. So, with that said, if, if the question was, okay, Paul, if 12, you know, my immediate takeaway is so important, where do I need to be? And therein lies the, the question. And you'll see a lot of times it's the club head wants to be Outside your hands. It's really tough. You you listening right now to understand that, but you don't want the club club head coming so far inside off the takeaway. And um, so, like, let's say indoors you had a carpet and you got a straight edge, a line on the carpet. Use that straight edge for your putting, for your chipping, so you know how the club is coming back. That's what I do. And I'm telling you, it's 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 really it's good. It's good news. It's all great news because we don't have all that much time to go out and practice. You know, we really don't. It's uh, I say that. I mean, if you're retired, you do have the time. You just got to find it and you got to make it, you know, and that's the investment. If you want to play good golf or if you want to play good sports in anything, you got to work at it, you know. So, um but anyway, so that is um, – those aiming sticks are really good too. You see those aiming sticks. They're basically like a, a piece of graphite that's three feet long. And, you know, when you practice, you want to put them down on the ground on the driving range. Those are really, really important, folks, when you're practicing. You have to know your target line. You really do. And the reason you do is because that will determine or it will tell you where your ball position is. And also how your feet are lining up to your target. Look here. I've given so many lessons. Do you know how many people think they're aiming in the right spot, but they're not? Well, let me put it this way. Probably more so more so do that than not. That's why they're taking a lesson, frankly. So you got to have yourself lined up properly. It's really, really important. And the best way to do that, again, is to pick something out in front of your golf ball. So, okay, you got a shot. You're in the fairway. You're 150 out. You got to get back behind the golf ball. Your pre-shot routine is so, so important. Take a nice deep breath. 
Pick something out in front of your golf ball, eight feet out, a weed, a divot, a broken tee, whatever it is. It could be a blemish in the grass. And that is your target line. And when you establish that, you're able to set yourself up properly to hit the golf shot. Honest, folks, if you're just getting out of the golf cart, your buddy dropping you off and you're jumping to hit the golf ball and not doing a pre-shot routine, that's fine. You're just not going to get the best out of your game. You know what I mean? And I, I mean that because you never know where you're lined up. You could be left, and there's nothing worse than hitting a good shot and just being, like, offline. You know what I mean? So really try to try to put your best foot forward and, and do that pre-shot routine. What you're going to find with the pre-shot routine is your ability to take a nice deep breath and relax your body. Just don't take it from me. Look at Tiger Woods in 2000 or Jack Nicklaus in their prime. Those two gentlemen, arguably the best ever to pick up a golf club, you can see when they stand behind a golf ball that they're actually visualizing the flight of the golf ball and what they wanted it to do. Now, obviously, that is maybe a little to the extreme for the average person, but the more you think positive, the less negative you have. And that was a great book. I'm going to segue into that little book from... um, Steve Williams. If you want a great book, go to Amazon. Golfing at the Top with Steve Williams. Great book. It talks about the mental side of golf. And positive. Uh, the more positive you think, the negative can't sneak in. Does that make sense? In anything you do, I don't care what you're doing, the more positive you're thinking, the less, the, the less negative can get into that thought process. So, um, well, hey. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. We, we're out of time almost here. we got just a minute or two left here. So uh, I'm just going to leave off with this. Indoor practice. Look here. D- do yourself a favor. Start off with putting and chipping. Get comfortable. Get your wife or your partner in a real good mood to let her to ask her if, she, <laughs> if you can adopt a room of the house. If you have an extra room, you got to do it. It's a lot of fun. So my son loves it, even though. I'm the one that's using it mostly, but uh, he's got all his his accolades. He's doing really good at Father Lopez. I'm so thankful for my son. Uh, He's starting varsity, center field for Father Lopez. Good job, PJ. So look, again, to our great veterans out there, if you're listening, um, if you ever need anything, I'm at Grand Reserve. You can always email me, call me. Let's get a group of veterans together. Let's get something started, be it local, and then who knows where it'll venture out to. You know what I mean? Okay, have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Love it. Next week, Ian Wilson. Hopefully, we'll get Ian on talk about his win at Riviera. Have a great week.